This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. Hour two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live in spring training. Our coverage brought to you by Sonic. Good. General at your service. Here's Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafato to my right. Brian brought us to my left. Back in the studio at Master Control is Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup. And Carter Freeman's coordinating your video. Ramon Cruz, remote engineer here uh, in Surprise, Arizona. And along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation. Heisman winning quarterback Bryce Young facing questions about his height. The question for you at 877-881-1053. How would you approach this if the Cowboys needed a quarterback, if they had the number one pick, and the top guy was like right at six foot, which is where Bryce Young is, right? Right at six foot. Here he was talking with reporters at the Combine uh, about how he looks at it. Bryce, your entire career, your size has never stopped you from succeeding. Can you tell people why you feel like it would never stop you in the NFL from succeeding too? Yeah, um, again, I, I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. Um, you know, I, I know who I am. I you know I know what I can do. And, you know, for me, you know, I think it, it, it's fair. You know, everyone can, can speculate and ask whatever questions are necessary. But, you know, I'm going to continue to control what I can control. I'm um, keep working my hardest to put myself in a good position. And I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do. And, you know, I'm just excited to get to that next level. Hey, Bryce, right. at this point, would you be surprised to be drafted number one overall by the Bears if they were to keep that thing? Um, you know, again, I feel like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I obviously don't get to choose. So, um, again, I, I, don't, I don't know what's – I'd be surprised either way. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be here, honestly. Um, you know, I'm, uh, again, it's an honor for me um, to, to be able to be selected by whatever team it is there. Okay, so, Brian, I, I know in, in your crusty world – you know, the short quarterback for a long time was a non-starter for a lot it of was. teams. It was. We've entered an era where we're more open and we're seeing guys have some success. What's the appropriate, what's the best way so you're not taking away a chance from your team finding a quarterback to yeah. approach it today? No, I. the, the thing about, uh, about Bryce Young, and again, 25 years ago, uh, scouting, you're absolutely right. The, the, there would not have been any consideration really for, for Bryce Young. The thing that you have to look at now in the evaluation is that he was a quarterback for Bill O'Brien at Alabama. Okay. Bill O'Brien is a longtime NFL offensive coordinator, now back in New England as a current offensive coordinator. You've seen him play in a pro system. So you now understand and you have a better understanding of how he can function. Uh, we, we've seen short quarterbacks, you know, function uh, in the National Football League. When we drew Brees. Uh, you know, was uh, one of the ones, I mean, one of the all-time greats. So there are some guys that you can kind of say, okay, is he like this guy or this guy? But I, I think is with, with, with Bryce Young, when you watch him play, his mobility, his elusiveness, his smarts, his toughness, his accuracy, those are all things that make up for his lack of height. What's too short for you these days? I don't think you could have a too short quarterback. Hmm. I really don't. 
I, I don't. I mean, to, the way that teams and we we the way the game is being played with the mobile quarterback, you you have to have that ability. I mean, you could have the those we used to call them the blacksmith quarterbacks. Those guys that just you know the Todd Blackledges and guys that just stand real tall in the pocket and you know you hit them and all that and you know. The short guy, you know, the way that defenses are, the way they're multiple fronts, the way they bring blitzes and all that, the way that they've grown, defenses have grown, you have to have a quarterback that has awareness and has mobility. And this kid has both of those. Yeah. So I, I don't know how you – if you just want to ding him on his height, great. But look at all the other boxes that he checks along the way. You know, the, the issue with – you know, you look at a Kyler Murray – Right, and, and Kyler was the number one overall pick. A Baker was the number one overall pick. These are guys that are kind of six foot or smaller. Kyler five ten, right? You know the the injury issues with the Kyler Murray, even a Tua not being very big. I, I think what sets apart a Bryce Young for me personally is the traits. I think he's got the leadership ability. I think he's got the mental makeup that you hear about. I mean, you know, we talked last week about that S two cognitive test. I didn't see Baker, a Tua, a, a, a Kyler listed as one of those guys that tested very highly. They said the guy from this year's draft class, without naming him but hinting at it, was the Alabama quarterback, and they couldn't technically list his name because he owns his own rights for that test. Yeah. Mm. But to me, he's so we know he's tested really high on that. Everyone you talk to at Alabama, he's one of those guys that commands the room. I, I think he's got the intangibles that maybe some of these other guys you could say lacked, like Baker and Cleveland, it didn't work. It hasn't really worked, it seems like, in other stops. There could be a multitude of different reasons for it. Kyler, it seems like he's kind of one of those guys that does his own thing, doesn't get along with current teammates. And, and we're not there, we don't cover him, we don't know, but from what we've read and from people that we trust and, and that report on this, these are just some things that we hear about some of these guys. I don't think you have some of those issues with a Bryce Young. He also doesn't come with maybe some of the injury concerns. Now, he did miss a game this year with Alabama, but the the history of starting there, he was pretty healthy for yeah. the most part, it seemed. He's got the durability. He doesn't have a ton of questions on that. He's got great pocket awareness. And this year, you know, one knock on Alabama quarterbacks was the talent. You know, you can talk about that with C.J. Stroud. He had to create for himself this year. He didn't have the arsenal of wide receivers that we've seen in years past with Devontae Smith, with a John Mechie, with a Julio Jones. You name Judy. The, a J- Jerry Judy, yeah. absolutely. You name the great receivers they've had. This year, he had to create. He had to win games. He had to come back from behind. You saw it against Texas. A lot of guys were able to watch that game with a bunch of horns here in DFW and in that fan base. I, I think that, that Bryce might be the exception to the rule for those that might be scared about taking the smaller quarterback. I would gamble on him. I think he's far and away the clear-cut top quarterback in this class. You know, I have concerns 5'10 and under. At six foot, I, I think it is something you have to look into and double-check everything. And for sure, a tiebreaker. I want the 6'3 guy instead of six foot. But yes. I think six foot is there's enough history there and around 511 there's there's enough history to suggest hey if you think this guy can play chances are he can play and then that s2 cognitive test if it checks out on that yeah there's always a risk at quarterback tall guys bust all the time you know so 
it, it, it's not my biggest red flag you could have. Like the spatial awareness and the timing and the anticipation, I think, are all bigger check marks against you than, than your height. Yeah, and it seems like in regards to the Bryce Young evaluation, that seems to be the only knock. It's not like a Baker or a Kyler where it's he's small and there's X, Y, and Z, other concerns. It feels like, my gosh, if Bryce Young was a 6'3", 220-pound quarterback, people would be talking about him like one of these Andrew Lux or yeah. one of these quarterbacks that comes in. Trevor Lawrence or something and it just seems like he checks every single box so all that would outweigh the size thing for me but that is definitely something that has to be considered and like I wonder from a pocket presence standpoint I think that's one of the things that kills Tua right now is he holds the ball too long and these big guys get their hands on him and then everything's out the window at that point and Bryce Young can never let it get there because he is so small that he could be ragdogged and just get his brain slammed into the turf the same way Tua does yeah but Tua doesn't have the mobility you know with Tua with the hip problems and stuff like that he was robbed a little bit of that ability to move you know I think with him you know you watched that Texas game and it came down to the final field goal they had had him dead to rights on a slot blitz and what did he do he just ducked he just ducked the blitzer and now he's out and it's a 30-yard run into field goal range you know he plays with such a calmness about him you know I think that's why his teammates say you know they they count on him because they know when he gets the ball last that they're going to win this football yeah, you game. get in the huddle and i think that there's just kind of yeah. there, there's a relaxation that he just kind of there, there's an easiness to it that he's able to put everybody and when you watch him play you see it on the field well it was a bad year for short quarterbacks there's no doubt about it between kyler and, and russell wilson and, and baker mayfield no and, question you know but but at the same time when good stuff was around them they played well jalen hurts only six one as well so there's a lot that goes into the conversation it continues to evolve but i think it's less important than ever and that's the fair thing to do to the shorter quarterbacks because it's clear they can play and i'd i'd much rather have a short quarterback on his on his rookie deal than some of these tall guys are talking about daniel jones won 45 million bucks you gotta Jeez. be kidding me Unreal. okay you mentioned ut uh, longhorns linebacker says he's met with the cowboys already uh, demar demar vion overshone yeah, projected middle rounder. I've talked to the Cowboys a lot. Dan Quinn, I've seen him a lot around the Texas facility while I was there. So being able to chop it up with him doing formal interviews and talking to them at the Reese's Senior Bowl, the defense is amazing, and being able to play along some of those guys it would be fun. And we've had great meetings. We've watched film. They talk about how they love my relentless effort, and it's a lot what they can do with me and their system. It was a great overall formal interview with him, and, and we're comboing that up with the story from Clarence Hill today from the Combine. There's not any progress being made on a, on a new deal for Leighton Vander Esch. So, at the very least, they're going to let him test the market again and might be planning on, uh, you know, going cheap at linebacker as they have done several times over the last decade plus. Is this a good idea? Is this where they should be taking the risk if you got to pair one of the positions you're spending at? Well, you kind of look at his, uh, you know, I think to me he's a better-looking player on the hoof. That's what we talk about in person than he is playing. I, 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 you know, to me, I was, when, when, when his time came up, you know, at 6'3", 229 pounds, you know, you, you do see that ability, though, to, to laterally go. But I, I, I was a little bit worried about him when you watched him with the take on and the stuff like that. I thought he played a little reckless yeah. in the way. I mean, 100%. There, there was just times he was overrun things. You really, was he aware of what was going on? You know, there was a, there were some of those questions. I love about that you're saying. So here's my write up on him. So I, I wrote because he's a converted safety. 
He was initially recruited as a safety, and then he had to transition to linebacker, and I think he did that during the COVID year there at Texas. So he can cover and play the run, doesn't always show great instincts, late to react. He's got blitz ability. He's a big hitter in the open field. He shows good athletic traits, can be a physical player, throws his body in there at times, just doesn't always seem to know where to go, and he plays a little wild. That's my D overshone breakdown. And, and to me, he's a guy this year, there's some plays he's like super active, and then there's other times it's just where is he? You know, he's just completely not involved. But Doesn't if Dan sound Quinn, like a guy that can help now. If Dan Quinn likes him, I'm, a, I'm okay he, with that. That's a good point. That is a good point. Well, Chuck, you also have some predictions on starting quarterbacks for the 2023 season. Yeah, How many e- vacancies do we have? ESPN put out uh, starting quarterback predictions. Now, of course, we don't know what's going to happen with the Jets and uh, with the Packers. They think that Aaron Rodgers goes back to Green Bay. That's what they're going with there. And they think that Daniel Jones ends up going back to the Giants. Uh, so, you know, incumbent starters, they're going with Kyle Trask is the guy that ends up being the quarterback with the Bucks. Man, how uh, what a big drop-off. Well, you got to go full tank, I think, if you're the Bucks now, don't you? I think you? that's probably their play. Sam Howell ends up being the starter there in Washington. For Carolina, ESPN's projecting that Derek Carr ends up actually being the starter there in Carolina. So as much as the Jets end up saying, hey, we love Derek Carr, he thinks – they think that he ends up going with the Panthers. And Baker Mayfield, who we were just talking about, speaking of short quarterbacks, he ends up getting the job with the Saints. Baker's a guy, it's silent in the Baker Mayfield camp. Yeah. I haven't heard any chatter about yeah. Baker Mayfield and where his future lies. It's been 0 for 2. You, you fail in two different spots, and, and you, you only have like a seven-game sample size from very early in your career. I'm surprised people are moving on from him already, uh, you know, considering how highly he was drafted. It seems a little premature, but, you know, maybe for a guy that's immature and hasn't done himself any favors along the way in his relationship building, there's just nobody that wants to give him a chance and, and have that in your uh, quarterback room for the talent that he's got. For the Jets, since they swing and miss on Rodgers and evidently Derek Carr, they project that their 2023 starter ends up being Jimmy Garoppolo. How do we feel about that move for the Jets? Well, it's not as, as uh, well, it, it actually is sexier than Aaron Rodgers, but uh, from a football standpoint, it's not as sexy as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Robert that's for Sala, sure. there's, a, there's a... Yeah, there's that connection there's that there. Certainly an upgrade for them. Um, and then you just become the team that says, all right, can we get the veteran quarterback and can he make uh some you know can he limit his mistakes we lean on defense and you know put some talent around him i don't know i would just be scared because like any quarterback that's performed good in a kyle shanahan offense i can't expect that i'm going to get the same performance out of him in any other offense sure. you know so that's the thing like you've probably the best version of jimmy garoppolo is in a niners uniform with all that talent around him and kyle shanahan as his play caller and then speaking of the drafted guys, let me let, let me know uh, how you guys like this fit. The Texans take Stroud, the Colts go with Bryce Young, and the Raiders end up going with Will Levis. Ooh. See, yeah, I tell you what, the, the interesting one is the Will Levis one. You know, where, where does, because, you know, with the questions now with your Alabama quarterback with the height, you know, is somebody going to go up? I mean, is somebody going up to trade for, are they thinking they have to go get Will Levis because of maybe some trait flaws with, you know, I think Stroud, I think Stroud's going to be fine. Will Levis to me has got a little bit of that Josh Allen to him. Hmm. You know, when you start talking about big, sturdy type of guy. A little bit raw. He played, he played, in, he played in a system too at Kentucky where they had, you know, the, the Rams, Offensive coordinator came over, a coach when the Rams coaches came over, 
coached him for a year, went back to the Rams, and now is back at Kentucky. So he's played in a little bit of a pro season, uh, pro system, excuse me, the, you know, two years ago and was really, really thriving. I, I, I love this quote from Will Levis at the Combine. Uh, it's just an all-time answer. He was asked why he's going to even be throwing at the Combine as yeah. one of the top quarterbacks. He said, because I got a cannon and I want to show it off. <laughs> hey, buddy, you, you got to flaunt it. I love that. Send that thing. Thank you, Wolchuk. It is the G-Bag Nation. Time now for a sports hodgepodge with Chiafalo. Where are we headed with that, sir? The Russell Westbrook disrespect was on full display last night. We have an XFL scandal that brought us actually might put a smile on his face, and a cowboy rumor is circulating the combine. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. It is time now for a sports hodgepodge. Here he is, Eric Chiafalo. Thank you. Rangers up 4-1 right now. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, we've seen some really good some really good things at the plate. You like uh, Bubba Thompson in center field making a nice play. Josh Young at third base. That's the second or third nice defensive play we've seen from Josh Young as well. Uh, he had a, a nice little... Nice little shot to get him on first base earlier. Dolis is getting involved offensively. Marcus Simeon getting involved offensively. So this is uh, this has been fun. But seeing some young guys like Young and Bubba Thompson getting it done defensively, uh, th- that's been some standouts to me. Yeah, Bubba's a stud. Uh, you know that on the defensive side. But, man, Josh Young has been really impl- impressive playing third there. He's had some hot rocket shots come his way, and he has been making just gem after gem over there on the hot corner as he tries to just get the offense clicking there with the bat. How about Jeff Howe in The Athletic today? Quote, all parties involved remain tight-lipped on the trade availability of Rams cornerback Jalen Ramsey, but there's a rumor picking up steam in league circles that the Cowboys would be a good fit. That is how he closed down his insider article, uh, some whispers going down at the Combine today. It was not in his headline. It wasn't the the main point of his article. It was literally the very last paragraph he threw that in. And uh, I wonder what you guys think. Like, what does that even mean? Is that just throwing the Cowboys in there? Just says people think he'd be a good fit with the Cowboys. Okay. What does yeah, that mean? That's, that, that, to me, that's like writers talking amongst themselves and concluding that that would be a good fit. Like, what you want to hear is insiders say the Cowboys have a strong interest. 
you know, and at, at that point, that's when you start to take it a little bit more seriously for me. So no legs. We're, we're not thinking there's any legs here because that would be fun, and you'd immediately have the best cornerback tandem in all the NFL. Yeah. And it'd be pretty yeah. fascinating in terms of the Trayvon Diggs bargaining situation because then coming into this year, Diggs is going to get tested. And we're going to find out just how good Trayvon Diggs really is. Yeah, I kind of, uh, last night I was working the phones after all of our Dallas sporting events were going on and talking to people. And I, you know, there was some rumor that Atlanta was maybe thinking about moving Kyle Pitts. And I was trying to run that down. And it, uh, in fact, uh, they were saying, my guys on Atlanta were like, no, no, that's not the case right now. So, you know, Dallas working on something big. You know, this could be something big. I, I think this is more of maybe this, uh, you know, maybe the story came from an agent and, you know, we're doing the agent a favor, throwing the Dallas Cowboys in the middle of this thing. But I, I do believe the Cowboys are working on something. I just don't know if it's what everybody wants them to work on. You know, I think they've covered a lot of ground uh, with, uh, you know, with Odell Beckham. And, I, you know, I, you know, that's probably not everybody's probably not fired up about that one, but. Uh, you know, to them, that would probably be a pretty big thing. So far, we've heard they want to add a player that's got some juice, but we haven't heard they're willing to make a significant financial commitment. Um, so bargain shopping for a player in a prove-it year, trying to find a guy under the radar that could fit their system perfectly. And unfortunately, I, I think that's all that we can expect right now as far as a, a pivot from this front office and, and trying to get more talent in here. So we enjoyed some NBA basketball last night on TNT. Of course, uh, Luka, Kyrie getting it done in a huge way for the Mavericks over the Sixers. We'll break that game down a little bit more. Shout-out to the NBA on TNT crew, though. Uh, Shaq, Chuck, Kenny, Ernie, they were in their bag last night. The half time show for the Mavs game was absolutely fantastic uh they were dancing around and having a great time so uh that was that was a ton of fun the second game was Clippers and Warriors and that was a really really fun game the Warriors without Steph Curry end up making a nice comeback the threes were raining all over the place and they end up with the victory but the the way they handled Russell Westbrook Russell Westbrook is now a, a member of the Clippers and they played they just sagged off him they just they just they dared him, didn't they? Yeah, they're like we we are going to defend the other four players, and you, Russell Westbrook, we will give you ten feet of space. You can take a jump shot anywhere you want, and so people were kind of laughing and making fun of him a little bit, uh, and it worked for the Warriors. They get the victory. Here's Draymond Green after the game talking about that defense and what it can do to a player when you're just being left open all the time. You know, the game plan worked for us tonight. Uh, you know, we got Russ to miss some shots, but. I think when you have a game plan like that, even more so, you know, I know um, everyone will always judge Russ jump shot, but what that does to you mentally is tough. And I think, you know, it was more so the mental than his shot. He's been shooting the ball well. I think he's shooting a three, like at 33 or 34%. Mm. But mentally, that can get tough. And so I thought, um, I thought, you know, we did a good job of sticking with the game plan, and we was able to mu- uh, muddy the game up for them on, uh, or muck it up on, on the defensive side, and it, it ended up working out for us. Draymond would know that well. gets in his head? Oh. Well, necessarily get in his head, but it'll make you think for sure um, because you're open every play, and you're taught in basketball, you're open, take the shot. But if you're open every play, you kind of start questioning yourself. And so I thought uh, I thought we did a good job executing. Yeah, I feel bad for Russell Westbrook. I, I do. And, and Draymond does know that because the, the teams play that defense against them. 
Yeah, yeah, they do it to him all the time now. You know, and you have you have to be a, a plus like pick setter or passer or do something else to even stay on the floor. I mean, there's been times in playoff series where they've talked about, hey, how much should we play even Draymond Green? Um, and I, you know, I think Russell is a tremendous talent, but he needs a team built around him so he can have the ball in his hands all the time, surrounded by shooters. If you don't have that version of Russell Westbrook, I think it is very clear now. He's going to hurt your chances to win. He's going to hurt your chances to run your team offense and your team defense. And it's such an easy out for the opposition to counter you. I think the Clippers should get like the opposite of the front office of the year award. Like to see what was happening in Los Angeles and being like, I know what we should do. Let's get rid of Reggie Jackson and bring in Russell Westbrook. That that should get you fired automatically, Chief. I'm with you, man. I think that's a death sentence every time, especially not only is he on your team, but like, and I didn't see the start of the game, but to start the second half, he was their starting point guard. So it's not like they just got him for depth and, hey, he's a guy that can come in off the bench at times. They were using him as a full-on starter last night, at least in the second half. So that would be maddening if I was a Clippers fan. But hearing Draymond Green explain that, he's, t- he's totally right. Like, that just has to make you feel terrible, like, oh. mentally as a player. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, they're leaving me open every time. And now every time I shoot a shot and it's clearly wide open and I brick it, it's yeah. even more embarrassing. Uh. Like, the, the misses, one miss when they're off you by 10 feet at a time, is probably feels like 10 misses all in one yeah so that that's a that's tough sledding right there uh and then we also have this news out of the xfl it might make you feel a little bit better about old paxton lynch over there brought us i will never feel better about paxton Lynch. well i'm just trying to be he's a good one friend. of those quarterbacks as i'm talking about you know uh young as i'm talking about uh you know short alabama quarterback there's your big tall looks like an nfl quarterback that busts big time right there so that's what Gavin was talking about. He it, sure you, does. You, you can bust it at any height and in any weight. Well, yeah. we know that for a fact. Jared Sandler proves that every day. So uh, here is here is the story. The Guardians quarterback, okay? <laughs> and that's the team that Paxton Lynch was on. And he came into the season opener as their starter. Well, you're, you'll remember he got benched, and they threw in a guy named Quentin Dormady. And he went in there and actually played pretty well as the backup quarterback. Bye-bye, Paxton Lynch. We got our guy. Not so fast. Turns out Dormady was doing a little insider trading there. I think he was setting up Paxton Lynch to fail because there are allegations that Dormady, the backup quarterback to Paxton Lynch, gave an opposing team plays from the quarterback playbook. Allegedly, the team heard, investigated, and then they released Dormady. So he might have set up Paxton Lynch to fail, giving the opposing defense the ins and outs. And uh, picking off Paxton Lynch, undressing him, making him look like a terrible quarterback. And uh, then he went in there and was able to kind of do his thing. And so now a couple of people have said, like, hey, that's that's kind of the dangerous game you play when these guys are all in the same, like opposing teams. They're flying together. Yes. They're staying in the same hotels. They're same around city. each other all the time. Even if it was an accident, there's, there's easily a time where, oh, a playbook gets set down somewhere and whatever, whatever. But apparently Dormady was out to get Paxton Lynch benched. And I don't even think he needed to help Paxton Lynch get that's, benched. That's kind of what I, I was saying. I think Lynch was getting benched either way. Like, let him be the demise of himself. Just have a little patience, bro. Paxton Lynch is going he to botch this for himself. Yeah, Dormady, though, I mean, he is already career suicide, right? I oh, mean, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. now it's I mean, done. Now yeah. I don't think even the USFL wants you. They can't I, I trust you. I, how, how can anybody trust you on that? But uh, to your point, Eric, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, you've seen Paxton Lynch play so much. He's going to sabotage himself. You know, he doesn't need you helping him. He's, gonna, he's going to do it himself the way uh, 
how poorly he plays. So this is some interesting news here out of the out of the automotive world, gentlemen, uh, and it might be the dawn of a new era. Uh, the evolution of the Repo Man might, uh, I mean, it might be the demise of the Repo Man. We might really? be boxing out the Repo Man altogether, and it's not good for the oh, people that no. miss their car payments. It's not like, oh, yay, we're not getting repoed anymore. No, Those you are. Some are some of my favorite videos. I hope they don't go away. Are you oh, going to turn your car off? Unless they try and come for me, then I'm going to say go bleep yourself. Ford has filed a patent that would allow self-driving cars to drive away from owners who can't keep up with their payments. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and this news is, uh, like, the patent is not yet approved, uh, but the future is most definitely going to be wild if and when this does go down. I don't know how long it's going to take before this actually is able to be executed, but if you have a self-driving car with Ford, they're going to make a way to where your car is just going to repo itself, bro. You're going to get up one morning, and it's just going to be gone. Or maybe even as soon as you get out of it one day, it's just going to peel out of your driveway and take off and – and that's it, dude. Like, I don't know. This is nuts. They should do it with you standing there. That should be the It's going to happen. With you inside? Well, yeah, with you inside or you standing there going, no, no, no. And it's just driving <laughs> You're away. You're just running down the, your <laughs> yeah. neighborhood street and chasing they, your car. And they got the, the rear camera on while you're doing it. Yeah. They're I mean, watching you. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> look at that idiot. Oh. Dude, that's nuts, though. I can't believe that that is. I mean, I guess I can believe it. Yeah, it's a smart car. I mean, I can I can totally I, see them having the capability to do I do, do feel, that. I do. I mean, I've never felt bad for a repo man before because I'm like, come on, bro. But at the same time, I'm like, the, the, this Take guy's just guys trying to job. get work. He's just trying to make ends meet, you know, and now we're the AI technology is boxing him out of doing uh, what he's always been, I guess, born to do as hey, a repo man. Have you guys ever seen repo like when they do the airplanes? That is insane. That is crazy. Like you're you're firing up a plane and you don't know if that thing has any fuel in it or not. And you're taking that thing off the ground. I've seen a couple of those. That's wild. That is Ooh. scary. Can you imagine like and all of a sudden that thing running out of gas and then you just have to ditch it? You got a good it, point though, from the two one four. It is kind of stealing. Oh, we got a we got a two one four text coming in. Well, to stealing, right? Yeah. It's probably going to stop when people start hacking into the vehicles, and you've got the hackers that are stealing the cars now. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, uh, I I could see that absolutely. You know, them routing the vehicles to you. That's going to have to be awfully I mean, encrypted software. Nothing's hack proof. At some level, I got you know, my truck in about three minutes. Especially with, yeah. with, with the with the impending uh, arrival of quantum computers and the such, there's there's going to be a lot of that stuff to be considered. With is this a violation of privacy or is this just keeping you accountable for in effect stealing a vehicle from the bank? I, I don't know where I am at on this one. Yeah, I mean you got to be careful about leaving your personal belongings in there too. I mean it's yeah. like oh no, now they've taken like I mean imagine Broadus, your scouting bag gets taken out of there. You know, because you left it in the back hey, seat, you've been missing you payments. And prescription sunglasses mean more to me right now as we're sitting here. Yeah, I, I would. My truck when it got taken, I lost my prescription sunglasses, and I haven't got Ooh. them repaired or haven't got them replaced. And uh, I miss them more right now than my master's golf umbrella that also got taken along the way. Oh, as that's well. right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Collector's so, item. Yeah, gotta just, get me another one of those. Yeah, just like the golf towel is a uh, collector's <laughs> item. No, that's somewhere. in Julie Andrews' backyard there in uh, Pacific Palisades. I'd like to think there's a dog somewhere chewing Dude, on that thing. I just got a bleeping Ford. But, yeah, but yours is not self-driving capable. Yours is like. Gonna self destruct oh, before I it self, it. self drives. 
<laughs> you have a 2014 Ford Edge with 114,000 miles. Uh, that thing's not it driving looks good, off man. on you. It's a good looking no, it looks incredible, yeah. man. But Thank the brain you. power on it is not quite going to be the 2028 Ford Lightning that just Unfortunately. jets out of your driveway. Speak for yourself. Wow. I feel like that thing's got a hemi. No, Walchuk, when, <laughs> <you're, laughs> when, when your car inevitably gets repoed, it is going to be a human uh, that comes and takes it. It won't drive off on itself. Rest assured, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, Chuck for Joy might show up. <laughs> I need well, a, for his old car, I will. Yeah, I might need to reach out to Junk for Joy. i got to get rid of the old Lexus. Coming up at 4 o'clock, what we learned as the Mavs duo exploded for 82. Biggest L, biggest dub coming up next as we're live here in surprise at the stadium watching the Rangers tune up the Giants pretty good here on 105.3 The Fan. All right, uh, welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Our next guest was losing himself in the moment out there today, three ribbies. Pro outfielder for the Texas Rangers, signed in February, proper Texan. He grew up in Cyprus and actually won the 5A state title uh, his junior year. It's uh, outfielder Robbie Grossman with you here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. How the heck are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you, and, and congrats on your success. How, how are things going with you here with the Rangers now? It's been great. Um, they've opened, they've welcomed me in open arms, and uh, just happy to be here, happy to wear that uh, Texas across my chest. It looks good on you, man. Um, I appreciate and, it. And it's, it's, it's good to have you. Now, what can you tell us about the energy around this team right now? You know we've been struggling for a, a little bit, as I, I'm sure you're aware of. Can you feel the, the excitement in the air in, in the clubhouse like we can around the media? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we got some studs in this locker room, and I can't wait to get to, get to Dallas and, uh, and play a summer of baseball with these guys. Well, growing up in, uh, in in Cyprus, they're going to Cypher. How does it feel to get back in the great state of Texas? It's great. Um, I've always wanted to come back to Texas, and uh, I'm finally here, and uh, I'm glad to be back in Texas. You, know, you are a switch hitter, Robbie, and this might be a potentially terrible question, but for you know, not a baseball novice, well, what is the challenge of being a switch hitter? I mean, you hit lefties so well. So do you have a more comfortable side? Yeah, um, it, switch hitting's tough. Um, it's kind of a dying breed in baseball, and but it's fun to me, and it's something I've always took pride in and enjoyed doing. And and at the end of the day, I look at it like, hey, I get to spend more time in the cage than everyone else because I got two swings to work on. <laughs> what what started it as a kid? Did you want to do it at, at six? Did your dad grind on you with it? What what was the idea for it? So I was weird growing up. I threw left-handed but hit right-handed all the way till I was about 17. And, and one summer I was like, hey, if I really want to do this for, for a career and I want to play as long as I can, I, I better add that club to my bag. So I, I decided to do it, and thankfully I had a summer ball coach that held me to it. And he was like, hey, if you're going to do it, there's no going back. And, and here I am today. How long did it take you to get some hits? <laughs> I mean, it was tough at first, but I always messed around with it. And uh, – it came kind of naturally to me, so I knew I was going the right way. Do you have any buddies on the Rangers uh, when you got here? You could be welcomed in uh, appropriately. Oh yeah, for sure. I've played with a lot of these guys on this team. That's why I chose to come over here, and uh, I'm just happy to be here, and I'm happy to be a part of this organization. Well, Robbie, I was going to ask you this this question, and it was funny because I always think about these weird things. During the season, we have the Father's Day bats and the Mother's Day bats. If you had to pick mm. one of the bats to play with full-time, the blue bat or the pink bat, <laughs> which one would you use? See, I, I like my bat that I use. I know I love my mom and my dad, but um, <laughs> the bat I use every day, I, I like to stick with that one. <laughs> I got you, man. 
we were talking about some of the attire and stuff earlier, like on these hot summer days. What what part of the baseball uniform becomes it becomes the most disgusting? We didn't know if it was. What do you think it was? Brought us the socks or maybe the cup or something? Yeah, I was thinking if, if in one of those day games, I was going to ask you if is it like the cup is the most disgusting or your shoes and during a, during a day game. I don't know. I would, I would have to go a different route. I'm going to say pants because okay. um, that's, that's the best part about baseball is, is you get to slide around on the dirt and, and act like a little kid. And, and some of those day games when it's really hot and you're sliding around on that dirt, the, it gets pretty muddy. Uh, is, uh, does the When it comes to the, the cup stuff, though, are, are, are guys still consistently wearing that? Like in the infield, obviously catchers, is that still very commonplace? Oh yeah, if I was a catcher or infielder, I would definitely wear a cup, um, even a pitcher. So, uh, but now field's a little bit different story. So we've learned quite a bit about clubhouse violations during our week here at spring training. My guy Eric uh, sat on the couch in the clubhouse on his first day in there. I took a call in the clubhouse, which I should not have done. In your time in the big leagues, what is the biggest clubhouse violation you've gotten to witness, and what was the repercussions? Probably the couch. Uh, that's a, that's a no no. If uh, if you haven't been around for a while, uh, I wouldn't advise sitting on the couches while everyone else is doing their work. <laughs> I wish I would have talked to you before I went into that clubhouse, Robbie. Could have saved me and asked you. Now, do 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 couch rules apply to players as well? Oh yeah, for sure. Couch rules only apply to players, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of earn your stripes thing. Um, you've been around long enough, you kind of have more free reign than a younger guy, but. It's a learning process of playing in the big leagues, and you learn it as you go. So when did you know you could sit on the couch? What did you have to do? Uh, I, I think I was probably about five or six years in. I was like, you know what, I'm going to sit down on the couch if I'm, and maybe have a coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robbie, you seem like the type of guy that, like the, the old the kangaroo court, were you the guy that kind of collected the fines and all that and kind of handed down the justice as, uh, as you were uh, playing these baseball seasons? No, I was never that guy, but uh, I always knew what the rules were, and, and, and uh, you don't want to be that guy getting fined. So, kind of, kind of keep your keep it tight and 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 keep your head down and just play baseball. Did you ever argue with the the the, the judge of the kangaroo court? Did you ever have a disagreement? Like, uh, you sound Ooh. like a very well spoken guy here. I'm just kind of thinking maybe you're like, listen, I, I don't like this rule, but here, this is what I, I want to talk about here. Yeah, it's one of those things that uh, if you challenge it, it only gets worse for you. So it's kind of one of those <laughs> okay. things you just you deal with the repercussions and move forward. Now, uh, Brian did notice you do have a good radio voice. You have a good broadcast voice. It sure does. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't a player? I have no idea. Um, I do have a face <laughs> for the radio, so uh, maybe, maybe at one, po- maybe at some point. Well, we do have two former Rangers on our air staff, and we wouldn't mind uh, making a room for a third, Robbie. But you, you do have plenty of baseball to play still. Let me ask you this. Would you have come to Texas if they were still playing in the old stadium outdoors in this heat? Oh, I loved it. I, I mean, I've played in the cold the last, I don't know how many years. And, and just to be back in the state of Texas, and having those hot summers, I miss that. And uh, that's the baseball I grew up as a kid, and I, I'm actually looking forward to it. Well, what is, what, what's the best road city to travel and play in? Best road city to travel and play in? Um, there's there's a there's a couple out there, but um, I'll have to go with Seattle. is a great it's just a great ballpark. I love that yeah. ballpark in Seattle in the summertime, and um, they're gonna have a good team, and I can't wait to go and, and compete against those guys this summer. Robbie Grossman, is there any any relation to former Bears quarterback Rex Grossman? No, there's not, and uh, I get that all the time, but there isn't. Not that I know of.
Well, we'll call you Sexy Robbie, just like they <laughs> called him Sexy Rexy. Is it true that chicks dig the dong ball? And chicks dig the long ball, yeah. And I'm sure you could ask uh, Greg Maddox who's walking around in here. Um, they do dig the long ball. Yeah, what's that like having a guy like Greg Maddox just floating around? I, I, I don't think these young guys appreciate it as much as I do. Like, I grew up watching him on sure. WGN yeah. and TBS and, like, uh, – I don't. I think some. I'm at the point now where some of these guys weren't even, weren't even uh, conscious or, or, or realizing what was going on. And uh, yeah, I, for me, I mean, that's a walking, a living legend. And uh, just to, just to see him in a uniform and walk around the clubhouse is cool to me. Well, Robbie, you mentioned were you a TBS guy or were you a WGN guy when this was all kind of kicking off or baseball for you? Uh, it, it was both, but mo- more importantly, the Sunday night baseball. Like that there was what go. I looked forward to at there the end go. of the week, and to start my week off, like I got to watch a Sunday night baseball game. That was that was my childhood, and uh, it got me into baseball and, and really loving baseball. You do have such a, a, a great voice; it's almost as good as Sam Elliott, aka Bruce Bochy, your manager. <laughs> Could you give us? Uh, we're sponsored by Sonic here for spring training. Could you give us a Sonic? Mmm, good. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm a big Sonic fan, though. Uh, growing up in Texas, we I love Sonic, and uh, I can't wait to eat Sonic this this summer. Hell yeah, dude! And uh, drink all their awesome drinks. What's the What's the go to order? I don't know. Like I I went to Sonic actually on my drive up to Dallas when I did a physical um, nice. a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and that was the first time in a long time. And just the this just cheeseburgers and maybe mixing a corn dog every once in a while. Oh, but that that brings my childhood back. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful stuff. Are you are you a superstitious kind of guy? No, I'm not. Um, I try I try not to be because this game's so hard and. It's every day, and you just have to keep grinding. So I try to I try to keep it loose, try to keep it fun, and enjoy enjoy the day. So you mixing up pregame meals and stuff like that? Oh, for sure, for sure. You got to stick yeah. with what what works, but you gotta you have to change it around every once in a while. Is it usually a carb up uh, pregame situation, or do you like to keep it light? I'm not a big eater before the game. Um, after the game, for sure. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to go crushing food, but during, before <laughs> the game, to try to keep it pretty light. Nice. Any type of eating claim to fame that you have personally from a quantity standpoint? Not really, but uh, I can I can put down some food. I don't doubt it. Well, uh, welcome back to Texas, uh, Robbie. We're, it, we're so happy that you're a part of it, and uh, we want to wish you nothing but the best of luck. So give them hell, and we'll be pulling for you. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much, and I can't wait for the summer. Salute. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you Sounds real good. soon. There he goes, Robbie Grossman here on 105.3 The Fan. He's down there in the clubhouse. He was just raking out here. Yeah, he, yeah. Was. he had yeah. three ribbies, and he was playing. And the next thing you know, we hear on the headset that Robbie Grossman's ready yeah. to chat with us. So that was pretty cool right off right off the diamond and onto the air here as we do a spring training live from Surprise. And the coverage is presented by Sonic. Mm, mm, good. good. I don't think he wanted to give away the free read. He knows he's got those golden pipes. He's going to have to charge you five. The man has got a voice. Maybe maybe that's why, because I was a little bit upset. There's a a southern gentleman floating around inside of old Robbie Grossman. He didn't want to say Sonic mm, good. Well, he has to protect his value as a pitchman, just like your guy Emmett Smith. Surely you could understand that, yeah. Walchuk. No that's, free lunches, Walchuk. All right, that's fine. That's okay. fair. You guys have convinced me. All righty. What we learned is the Mavs duo explodes for 82 points, plus uh, Chiafalo still has to get the biggest L, biggest dub, and we're back with you here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.